0: It's May 11th, 2020, and you're listening to the Architecture Geeks Podcast. I'm
1: Larry. And I'm Matthew.
0: And we're your friendly neighborhood architects being geeky as we want to be. Well, happy belated Mother's Day to all the moms out there. I was going to say to all the mothers out there, but that doesn't always sound good. But yeah, happy belated Mother's Day. Hope hope everyone had a lot of fun. Um, My sister actually did a zoom not zoom podcast but a zoom meeting with my stepmother her my stepsister my niece and nephew or my my yeah my niece and nephew and their kids and, and spouses and stuff so it was kind of kind of weird and wonky my my 14 month old nephew grant actually grandnephew which i have a really hard time saying he took over the show basically because he was just all over the place and making all kinds of noise and and whatnot. But it was kind of nice to see everybody, even though we weren't in person, which is fine. But it was nice to see everybody. Um, what did you guys end up doing?
1: Um, we actually took some wildflower pictures with phase Bomb and just stayed home ourselves for Mother's Day because my mom didn't want to get into contact with anybody anyway so she was just like you know what we'll say (laughs) we'll we'll say hi over the phone and call it a day
0: yeah probably the smart thing to do though you know i mean it's well and i know your mom your mom has some other underlying health issues so you know that's that's got to be more important
1: yes we we wanted to be very cautious yeah
0: yeah well that's smart Well, cool. Well, you know, the the fun thing about yesterday, too, for me was, and and this happens, I think it's every couple of years, or every three years, I can't remember the cycle, but this year, my birthday once again fell on Mother's Day. And I cannot tell you the number of times I've shared my birthday with Mother's Day. (laughs) And I was like, you know, normally I end up going over to my sister's and, you know, visiting with my mom. And this is one of those years where like, hey, I don't have to go to my sister's. Yay! (laughs) <laughs> it it sounds sounds a little selfish, but there's a part of me that's just like I just want to have my birthday be my birthday, and and it was great. We had a, we had a good, well, had a good time. We I really did basically nothing yesterday, and for me, that was a pretty good time. And James brought me my my birthday present in bed. That's nice. And no, nothing dirty. Uh... <laughs> yeah. He, uh, yeah, he uh, he got me another Stephen King book, and I, maybe the latest one. I'm not sure, but for some reason lately, I have been on a reading kick, and I found in my in my bookcase a series of Stephen King's books that I haven't finished reading. Like it was the Dark Tower series, and I haven't finished reading it yet. Oh and wow! So, yeah, so I've been trying to trying to finish those, and now of course now I have another Stephen King book, and all I can think is. I don't need to be reading those before
1: bed. <laughs> oh, no. Well, and, and, you know, they've already made a movie out of that. You need to catch up with everybody else now.
0: Well, you know, I'm I just, yeah. Well, and, and of course, you, you listen, you listen to your books because you've got two little kids running around. So you don't have a lot of, a lot of free time to just sit down and read.
1: That's true. Yeah. No, I, my, my, media consumption consists of what can I put in my ears while I'm changing diapers or chasing them around the living room or whatever else involving twins
0: or, or both at the same time says, so, you know, that, that does happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like I'm free. Oh yeah. They, they, they get this manic look when you, when everything's off, they're just like, all right, now I'm out of here. <laughs> like, uh,
0: well, yeah you know the other thing too though is is I have found myself reading a lot of stuff online and a lot of news which I probably shouldn't do I don't know about you
1: yeah I've tried to tune out the the the, the virus coverage lately it just I you, you if, if you want to you can you can absolutely drown in that but lately I'm just kinda like, okay, you know what? It's here. We've got to deal with it. Let, but but I I I've just gotten kind of tired of of listening to the 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 latest, you know, projections or the, the political fallout from the virus or any of that other stuff. So I personally have just been looking at houses. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Which which sites do you actually go to cuz i i tend to bounce around a little bit but i'm with you it's it's like finding something that's not news related and architecture is always something easy to kind of go to and just sort of browse around
1: yeah so i i like archdaily and Dezine, design design i don't know how you pronounce that yeah,
0: yeah, I don't think anyone does.
1: Yeah, and then uh, Design Boom uh, has some good uh, residential uh, projects in there as well. But one of my favorite articles lately has just been uh, the these yearly posts that both ArchDaily and I'm just going to call it Design, uh, <laughs> because again... <laughs> Why not? Um, but they have these yearly posts of the top residential projects um, that were visited on their on their websites, and and they publish you know this list of you know top ten for for Dazine and top fifty for Arch Daily. and I think Arch Daily mentioned this in in I think last year's yearly posts that residential projects were their most visited pages on their site. And it really just got me thinking as to why, you know, why are houses the most popular building type published?
0: Well, you know, to, to me, it's that it's sort of like um, it's design porn is what I think of as, you know, cause it's, it's, uh, it's, it's never a tract home that they do. It's always some, you know, big glitzy, over the top or really, you know, ultra sleek and modern something that they're posting usually. But I always think of it sort of as design porn, but yeah, you got to wonder, it's like, are, I, why are they surprised? I mean, cause, cause the basic part of it is, I mean, we're talking about, you're talking about a topic that's basic human need. We're talking about shelter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They, it, it's, you yeah, know, it, it's it's on that psychological scale of you know food rest uh, maslow's higher uh, that's what it is is maslow's hierarchy of needs yeah and yeah i again the geeky side coming out here <laughs> <laughs> it's okay yeah but you know it, it's you know wh- while the idea of a house changes based on where you are and what your socioeconomic status is the the fundamental need for some kind of personal space to call your own it, it's still there you know uh, we, we understand the basic size and space requirements for a toilet you know yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well you know yeah I mean like so so the basic thing for like a toilet a bed a sink a door or something but I I would challenge that because
1: I think I've seen, seen drawings out there where they had no idea about that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure what uh, everything you listed is uh, describing a prison cell here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah. Down to the basic of it, but, but that's really is, I mean, it's that, that, that commonality that we, we all get that sense of we need a space, you know, for ourselves and, you know, becomes that, that sort of personal living space and it's and it's probably just that people are probably drawn to it because it's easy to understand and it's easy to digest. And you can do it in a way that you you might get lost. I mean, if you you were to look at a um, if you were to look at a commercial type building, or an institutional building, you might get lost in some of these other forms, because that doesn't, it's it's not an easy thing to relate to. And like the it's like the patronus towers, in Malaysia or one world trade center in New York, these things are huge and just completely overwhelming. So to, to try to relate to that, I would think is, almost, I mean, and it may look good, you know, when you, when you talk about design porn, it may look good, but people don't relate to that.
1: Yeah. You don't. Yeah. I mean, you look, if you look at the tallest building in the world, the the Burj Khalifa in Dubai, you know, that's 2,700 feet tall. Yeah, you, you can you can read that number and it's just like, oh yeah, that's really tall, but the the size and the scale of of that type of building is just not something that you can really get a handle on unless you've got a drone looking down on it.
0: You well know? but but even but even that you think about like, you know, the you think about the the things like Amazon's warehouses where there's like a million square feet. If you put somebody in that who was a typical homeowner, they would just be completely blown away, especially if it was empty. Have you ever oh. been like in a really large warehouse space that's empty?
1: Mm, once, but okay. <laughs> that—that's just because we were we were trying to figure out what to do with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did um did a project year before last, and it was a tile company, and they had just. Uh, purchased a new space or leased a new space, and they hadn't moved any of their stuff into the warehouse yet, and it was nowhere near that size. But I just stood there looking, and I'm like, "Holy crap, this is huge!" <laughs> so I I can't imagine what someone who would be thinking housewise would would look at that and, and think, "Oh, this is just you know, there's there's no way they're going to relate to it, and or really understand what's going on." But I think that's that, you know, like you said, it comes back to that basic human need. You know, we, we can understand, we can grasp a kitchen in the living room and a dining room. That's that's easy to pick up on. But you put it out for you put something in online or in a magazine that's something really grander than that. And I think people will just the average reader is going to just simply gloss over it.
1: And like you said, there's just a there's a there's a certain universality that everybody likes to, to click on the the. The, t- the building that they can the most relate to, because we all have experience with the house, you know, regardless of how big or small that space may be that you live in. Everybody has experience with a residential form of architecture.
0: Well, true, true. And, you know, it, there too is it's that sense of voyeurism, you know, sort of looking from the outside
1: in kind of thing. <laughs> Everybody likes being able to see what everybody else is doing.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean you you want to see how other people are using their space and and even if you're just looking at apartments, you know, instead of houses, you you're kind of interested to see what your what your neighbors might have done to it or what the the people in the magazines might have done to it.
1: Yeah. And, you know, we we, we talked a couple of weeks ago about you walking in your neighborhood and, you know, just pointing out, oh, yeah, there's an addition. And, oh, look, that one is a really bad addition or, you know, <laughs> <laughs> all the houses on your block may be similar enough, but you can you can get a general sense of how somebody else is using a space similar to yours and 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 how good or bad that that might be. A, how well it might or might not be done yes (laughs) yeah the 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 good the
0: bad and the ugly
1: yes
0: (laughs) and and not that you know it's a thing to to judge other people's homes but i would i don't care who you are um you're gonna do it you're gonna look at that and think either you have that sort of thing about being envious about it if you think about it it's like wow i really do like that house and I'd love to have that. Or you walk by the one and go, well, that's just a hole.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which, which sounds terrible, but I think, I think we all do it in some form or another.
1: Is it just more of that keeping up with the Joneses? Like, well, here, here's what, here's what a million dollars can buy you in Los Angeles versus here's the, what a million dollars can buy you in, you know, resident in, in suburban Dallas or, Upstate New York, or... I've seen those articles. Yeah, yeah. And of
0: course, you know, people can't help but read it. But you think, well, of course, and then it is also absolutely astounding at the, what you can buy and what you can't buy for that kind of money. But that's that's probably another story altogether. But yeah, but you think about it, people look at look at these houses like Brad Pitt's California house, you know, something there is going to look a lot different than a suburban home in Dallas. And we can all sit back and we can judge them on being too clean or it's too modern. You know, the house is too modern. And it's in, in this giant photo spread in some magazine, which, by the way, I guarantee you whenever you see one of those. I swear that people don't actually live there. <laughs> it's just way too clean.
1: It, it's. Too clean and too empty. Yeah. Like they, oh yeah. Like I have two kids running around the house. I promise you, they've already gone through every nook and cranny that they can and pulled everything out of wherever you had it neatly placed. That the house it looked like a tornado ran through it.
0: Of course they have. I I uh, there was an article in Architectural because Architectural Digest is great for this. They do these articles in celebrity celebrity homes, and it was Ricky Martin and his husband and their two kids. And all I could do is look at the pictures and go, there is no way in hell the house ever looks that way. (laughs) There are two little boys running around that house. I guarantee you it looks like a whirlwind came through.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I I I can definitely relate to that.
0: (laughs) You know, but at the same time, people will look at these things and make judgments or really, you know, I, I, think it's, again, it's that voyeurism and maybe a little bit of envy, just looking through things and think, well, that could be me or how do I get that to be me or, or better yet, how can I take that and put it in my house? Cause that's a, I find that a driving factor too. And we're talking with clients about design because of hows and because of Pinterest, they can go and look and find all sorts of ideas. The question is just trying to talk them off the ledge about whether or not they can really, really
1: do it. <laughs> oh, the case of your eyes being bigger than your bigger than your budget is. Uh huh. Very much so. Yes.
0: Yes, we we can do that, but that's the champagne budget, and you've got the beer budget. So we need to talk about what you really need to do. But yeah, yeah, I think so. So yeah, it, it is very funny that that Arch Daily or Design would be or design, whatever, uh, would, would be so surprised that those are the sorts of things that get, get a lot of clicks because that is really what people respond to. I mean, that's what, that's what the average homeowner is going to respond to.
1: Yeah, and in this time of uh, COVID-19, you know, we're all stuck at, at or, well, theoretically, we're all supposed to still be at home. And, and so you really start <laughs> to, you know... It, I'm sure everybody has this path that they've traced around their house that you can you can walk in and, and 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 this this path is well worn already and and you know you you're very familiar with your house by now so then it's like well I wonder what other people are doing with theirs and so yeah that could definitely be a a driving factor
0: I would think so, too, because you think about that, you've you've been sitting there staring at your living room for the last six weeks or whatever, and like really staring at your living room for the last six weeks or eight weeks, whatever. And at some point you're going to start, I, I can just see there with your iPad out going, okay, we need to do something else with the living room, which <laughs> start like checking, searching on house for living room and just see what pops up and then just kind of hope and hope and hope and hope
1: oh yeah and i i got bored a couple weekends back and actually put our house floor plans into sketchup just for fun <laughs>
0: <laughs> wait wait no no the the existing house or the new one that you drew
1: existing
0: okay all right have you have you done the other one the new one?
1: <laughs> oh yes if our house if If our house ever gets demolished by a tornado, I have our exact lot and I've uh, drawn up and and have an exact I have exactly what would go here. in in if our if our house was ever destroyed (laughs) by any cataclysmic event. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Versus just
0: one of the kids accidentally blowing it
1: up with a chemistry experiment.
0: Well, then there's that, but <laughs> <laughs> luckily they're not old enough yet to to get to maybe quite go down that road.
1: Well, William is definitely has a creative ways. William definitely has a creative way to electrocute himself. Last last week oh, he no. he stuck he he actually was about to stick his tongue into one of the outlet covers. So I was like buddy, you know, if you're going to, most, most kids try forks, you know, L- let's stick something, you know, something that can actually go in there, but he was going to stick his tongue into the electric outlet. And I was just like, oh. mm. <laughs> of all the ways that you were going to do that, that was definitely the most creative.
0: Well, there you go. You at, least, at least, at least, you know, he's creative, but I also know he's the one that tends to to want to break things too. So,
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> well, I hope everyone's once getting a chance to read as much as I have lately. Um, I know I've been enjoying it, whether whether it's been the online stuff or books. But hopefully, you'll, you're finding some time, or you're, you're finding some time to listen the way you do. Um, what do you? What do you? How do you choose your books? By the way, when you're when you're going to to listen to something, what's the? Is there a thought process behind it?
1: So. I have a realtor friend that he and I have a, an informal book club going where we, we text each other the, the latest book because we actually have very similar tastes. So okay. he and I actually go back and forth as to what we just finished and then recommend that to the other person. And we've been doing that for the better part of a couple of years now. <laughs> wow, that's really neat. Yeah. So, so I, I always go look up whatever books he's listening to and, and based on that plus audible has a good recommendation uh, section based on your previous listens, the, the between, between those two, I'm usually covered.
0: Well, that's pretty cool. That's neat. Yeah. Well, everyone, thank you again for listening. I think we're going to let you go for the day or the evening or whenever you're listening to this. Um, and we hope everyone's doing well. I think we might be back in another week, maybe.
1: Yeah, our well, we had technical issues last week, so we'll uh... <laughs> record again in a few days. Oh, yeah, that yeah, we'll see.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, well, and as usual, guys, if you want to find us, you can find me online at Arch. Uh, Arch. Wow, at Spotted Dog
1: Arch that's just a wow.
0: And of course you can find Matthew
1: at arch geek on Twitter. Okay. Underscores arch
0: Arch underscore geek underscore Matt. Yes. Okay. Well, cool. And yeah, of course I'm all over Facebook and Instagram and, and Twitter and LinkedIn and all over everything. So hit a rock. You'll probably find me or throw a rock. You'll probably find me. And, uh, Anyway, we'll, we'll be back here in a little bit, and thank you guys for listening, and hope you're doing well, and uh, have a great week. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.